Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan. And joining me, as always, is local sheriff, Connor Lawler. Howdy, boys. <laughs> come in. No, I have terrible accents. Those improv <laughs> lessons paid for themselves, folks. <laughs> the I went for one lesson. We learned about howdy boys in the Cowboys. And then I said, I think I have this down, Doc. I'm going. So, Connor, how are you doing today? I am doing very well. I'm quite excited because it is not my week of Hero Zero. And that means that we don't get to cover, like, a good DC character. We get a shit Marvel character. And that is where you come in, Sean. Because here at Hero Zero, we cover one comic book character every single week. We talk to good points and their bad points. And just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. So, Sean... I'm excited to know who you did this week, because I have a theory from Monday's episode, and I'm interested to hear you expand on it. That's true. So Monday, I did one of the rare instances of actually announcing what character I would be covering. Um, And we did a a tiny briefer on this guy um, on Monday. Now, as we all know, a bajillion Marvel news stories uh, dropped during the week. One of those was announced that Christian Bale in Thor: Love and Thunder would be playing a, a character called Gore the God Butcher. Mm. And so now, that's Go- and Gore the God Butcher, other other than the very cool name, he has a very cool backstory that you only like briefly touched on. So I'm interested to see or hear more like intricate details. Yeah, and so like this guy, I've I've been waiting to do this guy. Um, and I'm really happy that now I have a good like reason to do it as well. So I, and this is he actually, will be the villain. He will be the villain in the next Thor film, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, and I think as you listen to this report, you can see how a lot of this could apply to a future Thor film. Okay. Um, now I, this is actually one of the few I want to start with a quote because I need you to get in Gore's head for this. Okay. Okay. So this is the quote of Gore the God Butcher on Stop his Stop standing in my fucking page. light. You're walking behind the <laughs> fucking camera. <laughs> no. 
that's actually that was a pretty good joke connor i'm, I'm <laughs> really you. proud of you um so it's my name is gore son of a nameless father outcast from a forgotten world i have slain my way through multitudes to stand here at the genesis of all things blackened by vengeance wet with holy blood one simple dream still strong in my heart the dream of a godless age holy shit is that class that, that is like poetry that's actually beautifully written. <laughs> yeah, for for like really when it boils down to it, it's a psychopath killing people. <laughs> True, but I, when you hear his backstory, you might realize why. Okay. Um, so Gore the God Butcher was born on a planet with no name. Almost every day he was on the brink of starvation. He was taught by his people to trust in the gods, but they never answered any of his prayers. At an early age... His mother and father died, leaving Gore to fend for himself in the harsh environment of the planet. Years later, he married and fathered some children. However, most of them uh, eventually died just because of uh, the, the harsh conditions that they had to live in. Yeah, they were they were poor. Yeah, exactly. Um, Gore's pregnant wife, Ara, was killed during an earthquake. And one by one, all of his children perished until he was left with one son named Agar. Uh, Agar was on the brink of death due to starvation. Uh, Gore tried to ease his suffering by lying to his son, telling him that they would soon reach a forest where they would never go hungry again. Hmm. So... Okay, so it's kind of... Like, at this point, there's he's done nothing wrong. He's just a ve- He's lived a very sad life. He's just been dealt a really bad hand. Yeah. Okay. Stricken with grief after Agar's death, Gore gave up hope and began to outwardly express his belief that there were no gods. For this, he was exiled by his superstitious people. Fuck. So he's obviously like, well, why is all this bad shit happening to me? Everyone I know is dead. And you're still like, oh, well, if you believe in the gods, good things will happen. But he's like, I'm not seeing any of that good stuff happening. Yeah, exactly. And so while he was wandering the desert... Uh, hoping that he would die, praying in case a god was listening that he could die. Oh, fucking hell. Gore witnessed a pair of battling gods. A dark elder god called Null and a gold-armoured, purple-skinned god. Now, he watched them plunge out of the sky and crash land nearby. And at first he was shocked because he realised, oh, holy shit, gods do exist. Uh, He was then enraged when the god dressed in the gold armour begged him to help him in the fight. (laughs) So, like, it's a double whammy that you're like, oh, gods exist, which means one thing, and that is, well, then they didn't fucking help me, because they're actually real, and all this bad shit could have been prevented, and now they want my help. Yeah, exactly. Gore was enraged, and uh, he used, he took the dark god's sword uh, from him, Trans, which transformed him into a mass of living darkness and bonded to him. Now, if that sounds familiar at all, Connor, it's because uh, this sword is called All Black, the Necro Sword, and it's actually the first symbiote. Oh, so Venom. Yeah, for, like Venom and Carnage and all that. They all. This was the first one. Interesting. So it's like, it's like Prometheus. It's the first version of Alien. 
It's very like that middling movie, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. So, it, yeah, does that mean that it's more or less volatile? It's it's the most powerful, you could okay. say. Okay, so it was um, more can... watered down the further it went. Yeah, now it, it's not as simple as like all the symbiotes are its children or something like that. They just come from the same like gene pool. Okay. Um, so he used All Black the Necro Sword to kill the god armoured in gold and then vowed to seek vengeance against all gods for never answering his prayers and he set out to kill them all. Which, at this point, that is a very, very cool backstory. Like, that is actually a very... In a weird way, like, a heroic backstory. Like... It is. Because you know, he, he's been so wronged and... Everyone he knows is dead, and he's like, I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen to anyone again. Because if there's no gods, then everything bad that happens to everybody else, that's it'll be fine. Because it's worse if you exist. That's it. He, he develops this belief that no one is better off by there being gods in the world. Yeah, okay. Um, so Gore despised any god and travelled the cosmos for thousands of years to enact his revenge. Uh, embarking on a deicidal crusade in which he allegedly killed many gods of fear, war, chaos, genocide, revenge, plagues, earthquakes, blood, wrath, jealousy, death, degradation, and even gods of poetry and flowers. Okay, well, I mean, flowers, he did not deserve that. To be honest with you. Oh, he's a real prick. (laughs) God of Flowers was just sitting there like, I love tulips. Well, you're getting your fucking neck slit, right? Get slain. (laughs) Get slain. He, like, pulls out the sword. The guy, like, starts putting flowers onto it. Like, peace and love, man. He didn't even get through peace and love. He got to and, then he got his head chopped off. It was just, it was (laughs) terrible. Um, So, the, the sword basically extends his life as well. So, he just spends his entire existence doing this. So, does the symbiote, like, does that make him, obviously, he has to be super powerful to be fighting all of these gods and beating them? Yeah, yeah. Like, this, it, it makes him incredibly powerful. Um, basically, a god himself. Now, that we will touch on that later, okay, my friend. Because okay. that could <laughs> um, be an interesting plot point. Oh, it is. (laughs) So at some point in the 9th century, uh, Gore arrived on Earth and killed a god from the Americas. So I should clarify here as well, gods in Marvel Universe do exist, but they're just kind of higher evolved beings is what they are. Um, Like for example, like Santa Claus exists in Marvel. St. Patrick exists as a character. Um, Did Did he still get rid of all the snakes? He did, as far as I know, yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough, we'll allow him so. <laughs> Starting with you, Captain America. <laughs> you snake. So, there's just tons of gods all around the place, and they all represent different things for different cultures. Um, so, the body of this god that Gore killed on Earth washed up on the shores of Iceland, where it was found by Thor. Mm. Um, at a later date, while accompanying a Viking raiding party to Russia... Uh, Thor found more gods dead. After this, Thor was attacked by the god Butcher, who nearly managed to kill Thor. But just before the killing blow could be delivered, Thor conjured a lightning strike, which knocked both of them out. Um, Right, so it was kind of like a last-ditch effort. 
That's it. Like, it put both of them out of commission. But that's so, like, freaky that he's able to take on Thor, who we can see as, like, one of the most powerful beings in the whole of Marvel. Yeah, and he can go toe-to-toe with him. Yeah, fuck. So, uh, Gore recovered and escaped to a cave where he once again fought Thor. Uh, Despite Gore attempting to torture Thor for information about the location of Asgard, he tortured Thor for 17 days. What? Fucking hell. Thor held out long enough for his Viking worshippers to find him, distracting Gore long enough for Thor to recover and cut off Gore's right arm, believing that he had succeeded in slaying him. I mean, that's just going to make him angrier. Yes, exactly. And now, the way this happened is this happened as the end of, here's the issue where Thor fights the God Butcher, and then it it ended. And then later in comics, they write out the back in that he survived. Okay. Um, So... Gore survived the encounter and would spend the next thousand years butchering more and more gods, uh, growing ever stronger and amassing an army of dark minions to assist him in his crusade. So every time he kills a god, he gets stronger. Fucking hell. So he does he get like a bit of their power? Yeah, and it's more like it's also that he gets more used to fighting gods as well. Yeah, he starts to learn what... Because actually, an interesting thing, and it happens with, say, Superman or something, like, most gods would actually be weirdly not very good at fighting because they would never have to learn to fight because they're They've a god. They've never been challenged. Like, They've yeah. never been challenged. So, like, they, that's why it's an interesting... Like, if you look at Superman as a god in the DC world or whatever, like, in a fist fight, he's shit because he never has to use any actual techniques. He just punches people through. So... If a god comes up against someone who's just as strong as them, and that person's actually trained, they normally lose. Exactly, because they they don't have the experience of being in a fight. Or losing. Or like, oh, I'm on the back foot. Yeah, and that's why, like, Thor, for example, is a great example, because he was all, he is a fighter. Like, he's always been in fights, and he, he will fight other gods. Yeah, he doesn't care, which is why he probably survives, whereas everybody else spent their whole life like, oh, I'll just eviscerate you. I won't even even look at you. Like, there isn't yeah, even I'll, a fight. I will click my fingers and you'll be out of existence. Like. Yeah. Um, Thor once again took notice of Gore's activities centuries later and began hunting him when he was summoned to a world without gods. Recognising Gore's handiwork when he found all of the deities of the world slaughtered, Thor went to the cave where they once fought to look for him. Um, Gore attacked a god to lay claim to what's called the Pool of Forevers. And then he used the blood of a god of time to traverse the time stream. What? Oh yeah, Gore can time travel now. Oh, well, well that's good. I really thought he didn't need to get more powerful, but now he's time traveling to different gods. Yes. Um, And what he did, he went back to the very beginning of the universe and slew one of the very first Elder Gods. (laughs) Of course he did. He then headed forward in time by millennia into the future and he arrived on Earth uh, 14412. Okay? Okay. Now, I don't often go into the multiverse stuff, but this is very interesting. Okay. Uh, So Gore claimed a desolate world to serve as his base of operations and enslaved all the gods he could capture. Uh, the one god that he made an exception 
was that universe's version of Thor, who is called Allfather Thor. So he's the head of Asgard. He has all the powers of Odin. Okay. So Gore captured him and yeah, routine, routinely tormented and tortured him. Over the next 900 years, Gore, Gore forced the enslaved gods to mine broken planets and the stores of ca- uh, and the cores of stars for material that he could use to build a god bomb, which he intended to use to exterminate all gods across the entirety of the time stream. <laughs> Fucking hell. So this guy is building a bomb. So he's using gods, first of all, and he has them as slaves, yeah. which... As it's, as itself is fucking mental that he's strong enough that he takes all of the gods, uses them as slaves to build a bomb to end up blowing all of them up. Yep, and right. the, the idea being that he would kill every god that had ever or would ever exist. Jesus Christ, so it would go across time streams. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Using the power of the symbiote, Gore also created uh, constructs of his deceased wife and son. Though, okay, I, I can see that. Though unbeknownst to him, his quote-unquote son um, embodied the subconscious self-loathing that Gore felt for himself. Oh, right, because all of this is just because he was... he like It all started because he was hurt originally and it was it's like he lashed out once and he's like now everybody has to pay because i feel bad yeah exactly and now he's just this is his life um and we're about to get on to the last bit of the report here before the powers and it all kind of comes to a head and this is where i think the movie could take pull a lot from okay Uh, so after the after the arrival of thor the avenger from earth 616 so the main universe thor yeah, Earth-1616 uh, is basically the MCU or whatever. Exactly, exactly. So Gore sent his minions into the past uh, to get the young Thor from when they first met. So from the ninth century, back when they first fought. Okay. And he brought this Thor into the future where he was enslaved with the other remaining gods. Uh, so young- so he, brought the, he brought young Thor into 14-whatever. Yeah, into Earth 14, Okay. Perfect. So young Thor attempted to destroy the god bomb, um, but was catapulted off the planet, where he met up... <laughs> yeah, that's just that's a funny line. Catapulted off the planet? How so he went to swing catapult? at it. No, he went to swing at it, and it, like, bounced him off. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Good. So while up in space... He met up with Thor from the main universe and also uh, King Thor, who has all the powers of Odin, who has escaped by this point. So now you've got three Thors. We've got three Thors, Connor. Now I want you to bear that in mind. Okay. The three Thors decided to assault Gore and his planet for the last time and nearly succeeded in killing him. But due to absorbing power from the gods he had killed, Gore was too powerful and defeated the three Thors, leaving them for dead. Holy shit, like, how powerful can he be? Oh, it, it, it's, oh, he's so powerful. It's so good. Um, he, he set off to activate the God Bomb. On his way over, the construct he had created of his wife called him a god, and Gore killed her. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. 
So, Agar then, his so, so his the construct of his son, uh, decided to assist Thor the Avenger in bringing down the God Butcher, having come to realise that his father had become the very thing he had always despised. You, he lived long enough to see himself become the villain. Exactly. Oh my as god! You, and you call that straight away, like he has godlike power. But yeah, he and, gods. and the, the more gods you kill, then that means you're on their level. Like the first one you kill, oh, like it's an underdog story. You kill the god, and you're just a dude. But after you kill twenty gods, that kind of puts you on the god level. Like, oh, you must be very fucking powerful if you're taking their power every time you kill one. Eventually, you're going to overtake them. And if you can defeat all three Tours at once, you have got to be stronger than triple than three gods combined. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so, um, Thor, now Thor, you have to remember, is a god. Okay? Mm. So, he can get energy from prayers. So, okay. charged by the prayers uh, of Agar, as well as the prayer of of every single surviving god across space and time. <laughs> Thor absorbed the god bomb's blast, as well as the necro sword. Um, Shit! Yeah. So Thor was able to weaken Gore, with Gore's son denouncing Gore as the god of hypocrisy. Oh, Bef- fucking little dickhead. Fucking got him right forest. at the end. <laughs> and then Thor's Bring him back to the forest, Gore. Bring him back. <laughs> Bring him back. And then Thor's past self finally killed him. Jesus Christ. So he basically he became too big and he had to be taken down by himself. Pretty much, yeah. Like if he hadn't built that god bomb, he would have been fine. Jesus. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you think they'll do that in, in the Thor film? I mean, the idea of Thor's teaming up makes sense, given what we know of Love and Thunder. Um, I suppose the one thing is that you don't have that many gods to pick from in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, there's only really him and Lady Thor. That's it, and like I guess you could probably work Loki into that crew if you really wanted. No, but he's dead as well, technically. Technically, but they can bring him back through the Loki series. Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah. But um, also you uh, said Gore... Like, he has a very interesting thing in regards to into Thor, Gore and Thor. But um, yeah. in terms of Thor storylines, in that he's the reason why Thor eventually becomes unworthy for the Haber. Because um, the the Watcher s- yes. says to... the Watcher, I'm not going to say... It is Nick Fury, but if we just say the Watcher in the comic books, who's the guy who knows everything, and Thor is there, and the Watcher tells Thor, Gore, the God Butcher, was right... When he said, oh, the gods are not needed. And Thor just immediately loses all faith in himself. Because he's like, well, if that's true, then what the fuck am I doing? And he becomes yeah. unworthy of uh, Wilnir. So then Lady Thor has to take up the mantle. Which is, I feel like, what's going to happen in the film. Absolutely. like, And, and the, the Thor we have in the MCU, is he's had his confidence shaken enough times. That I'm sure it won't be too big of a step. For like someone who believes this hard that God shouldn't exist. I'm pretty sure that will get through to him. And, I mean, the the most amazing part of Endgame is when he's depressed and he holds out his hand and Mjolnir comes to him. 
Like, yeah. that is so, that's so amazing. But you could, yeah, that's like taking that storyline and then going one further with it. And you're just like, yeah, but you now have a conflict where someone says you're not worthy. And he's feeling that already. And so that's just going to only add to the fact where he's becoming more, he's feeling less and less worthy. Yeah, and it's, it's I love, I, I love the, like, the play of like, Gore the God Butcher versus Thor because they are two sides of the same coin. Because mm. like, Thor's whole identity is wrapped up in him being a god, and Gore's whole identity is him wrapped up in gods are the worst. But he's also, but Thor has this amazing amount of humanity, and Gore has this terrifying godlike power. Yeah, like Gore is the human, but he has no humanity in him, and Thor yeah. is the god, and he's got loads of humanity in him. It's so, oh, they're a match made in heaven. Yeah, um, that's great. And when I go through Gore's powers here, you will properly see godlike energy. I will preface this by saying I couldn't find a, an official Marvel 1 to 7 rating system for him. He broke so the system. I, he broke the system. I've actually calculated my own based on what I could find. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> Perfect. So as far as powers and abilities goes... Um, Gore was originally a mortal alien completely lacking any superhuman abilities. One. After, he's at a one. He's at a one at the minute. After bonding to all black the Necrosword, a symbiotic weapon Gore found on the body of a wounded god, he attained powers of matter manipulation, um, meaning that he can use the living abyss of the, of the uh, symbiote to create constructs such as wings, weapons and armour. He has superhuman strength, comparable, if not greater to, than Thor. Um, Jesus. He was able to beat young Thor, present-day Thor, and all-father <laughs> Thor, all at the same time, and has single-handedly defeated millions of gods in open combat. I'm going to say seven. Pre- yeah, a seven is a pretty okay. conservative guess. Okay, so seven out of seven. Seven out of seven. Um... He has superhuman durability, superhuman speed, uh, superhuman reflexes, uh, longevity. So Gore lived for several billion years. Oh. Uh, and he's also able to, he has superhuman regeneration, growing back limbs that had been cut off and recovering from a direct lightning strike from Thor. Oh my God. Fucking uh, hell. So he also has combat skills. He has at least 3,000 years of combat experience and is skilled enough with weapons to duel gods with ease. He's also a, a very skilled torturer and claimed that he once tortured a god of torture. <laughs> oh my god. This dude is so cool. He's, I, I, I don't know how they're going to do him on film, but it's going to be so good. To, like, if they and even he's get played half by Christian this, Bale. Yeah, like that. I it's going. It's actually great casting now that I think. I I think the more yeah, the more I think about it, the more and the more I'm listening to this, I'm just like Christian Bale in that role as just like the angry, revenge riddled, and he's just so powerful. But he's just, I don't know. Christian Bale has like a has a great aura about him, just like. Like, he'd fuck you up. <laughs> like, in a weird way. It's not like, going to God Butcher should walk into every room, and he's just like, he's looking to kill someone. And he can, as well, yeah. is the thing. Um, so, without the Necro Sword, Gore isn't very strong, but if he has the Necro Sword, his strength allows him to lift in excess of 100 tons, and again rivals, if not surpasses, Thor. Oh, 
And Thor would be fairly, across the board, one of the most powerful characters in all of Marvel. Yeah, I think Thor is a seven in terms of strength. Um, and he defeated three Thors, so he's 21. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, he, he does have some weaknesses, apparently. Okay. So okay. Dis- despite uh, All Black being a symbiote, and ostensibly through that being vulnerable to heat and sonic vibrations... Uh, Gore has withstood being immersed in lava and has withstood stellar plasma without sustaining any injury. So it, in theory, you could hurt him that way, but it doesn't seem to affect him at all. <laughs> so only in theory does he have weaknesses. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, and that's fair enough. So, and just on that symbiote, the power of Gore is dependent entirely on that symbiote, which in itself is dependent on the blood of gods for its power. So the more gods killed by the Necro Sword, the more power it can provide its user. Oh man, this I think this is written by Taika Waititi is going to be fucking amazing. Isn't it going to be so so good? It's and like if he turns up and he's already killed like a thousand gods, and then he ro- rocks up into this fucking film, and Thor is like all cocky, and then he's just like, oh, he's got the power of a thousand gods in the symbiote. Like is. There won't be any stopping him, that's the thing. And, like, look who he's up against. He's up against, you know, Thor, fair enough. Lady Thor, fair enough. But who else could stand against a god? Nobody. Like, literally nobody. <laughs> no, like, it doesn't matter who else you pick out of the Avengers. Maybe Captain Marvel? Maybe. But... Uh, I think even Captain Marvel would struggle with this. Yeah, I, th- I think Thor is, I would say, marginally stronger than Captain Marvel. If I mean, the two of them are probably the top two, but I don't. For some reason, I think Thor may be slightly stronger. But if he can't take him, if the two of them together might have a hope, but individually, I think they'd both get killed. I think so. I think so. Now, if I can just run through my calculation of the power grid for a sec. Um, okay. Strength of seven, speed of seven, durability of seven, power of seven, uh, in- intelligence of six. Okay, he's a fucking dunce. And energy projection of six as well. Ah, yeah, you can only project a little bit of energy, like a just a little bit. below all time most powerful character ever. He's actually like he's such a broken character, but he he engineers his own destruction. Is the thing which I love about him. Yeah, and that's what all great characters do. Like, they always engineer their own destruction. Like, I I mean, it's in the film, but you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Exactly, exactly. I, th- like, I think Christian Bale is going to qu- carry this, like, quiet aggression through the whole movie. Because he's not a raving madman either. He's very, no. like, you saw the quote at the start there. He's very, like, driven and he's collected his thoughts over billions of years about this. But I, I think that's more interesting. Like, there's a bit uh, with Jason Todd in... I know, I, I sorry, I bring this back to Batman, but just in terms of Jason Todd, they, and he's Red Hood, and he goes around killing people, and so Batman puts him in, in an asylum. Yeah. And they do a lot of tests, and they find out that Jason Todd is completely sane. So, like, he do, he passes all the tests, and all the psychiatrists are like, no, he's, there's literally nothing wrong with him. That's just what he believes. And so yeah. that is what I think of with Gore the God, but just like, you could do a lot of tests. He's not crazy. He's like, this is just what I believe. And I believe it completely that it's right that there's no gods. Does it? He does not think that what he's doing is wrong. Which is more, it's more terrifying. 
It it is. It is. And there's that thing of like every villain is a hero in their own mind. And God, like Gore generally believes he's he is helping the universe by doing this. And there's probably an argument to be made that he is. Yeah, there is. That's why. And like you've seen it even say in Black Panther, like the movies work so much better when the villain, you're like, you know what? He has a fucking point. Like I can see why he thinks that. Yeah, I see. I see his logic. And the logic, his logic does check. I'm, yeah, I might not agree with it, but I can see why he would think that having gone through his experiences. Yeah, not just, oh, he's crazy and that's why he did it. Yeah, oh man, I cannot wait for Thor Love and Thunder. I mean, it's just, it's so exciting that this character is going to be the villain. So exciting that you have um, Natalie Portman coming back. I, I think it's going to be great. I think so too. Thank you for listening to me gush about one of my favourite characters. <laughs> always, always. I, I'm always into that. Um, so, Sean, will I take us out? Yes, please, Connor. So, um, if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Uh, if you head on over there now, we have three different tiers. And one of them includes the Lazarus Pit. So, you can get an extra movie review once a month, every single month. And this month's Christmas review is going to be Jingle All The Way. So, if you... Um, pledge if you join that pledge now you will get access to every other review we've done all year throughout 2020 i think we started in february so it'll be 11 full movie reviews that are completely untapped other than to the patreons and if you don't want to do that you can support support us by going to our merch store that is the link is down below it's spreadshirt.com um, here's for higher podcast if you just head on over there you can get a hoodie or a t-shirt or i don't know a cup if you want, or a woolly hat for the there's winter a, months. There's a God-killing symbiote up there with our logo There's on absolutely it. not. There is not <laughs> one of them. Do not listen to him. Um, but if you want to walk around with a piece that says Heroes for Hire, you can do that as well. That'd be much appreciated. Um, but actually, what you could really help us out, and it won't cost you a dime, is just give us a like, a review, on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, it really helps us out on the algorithm. And... Actually, could you give us a, a follow on Twitter? Our Twitter is at Here's for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Here's for Hire Podcast. Instagram is Here's for Hire Podcast. And also, we do have a Facebook group called Detective Devilman's Discussion Group. And oh, yeah, so we didn't really plug this yet, but yeah, that's a fun have, little group. That's a fun little group. So we're trying to get all the members in so then we can start having some nerd discussions about all the news stuff coming out every single week. But yeah, so I think that's it for another week. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mayan. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.